Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, your host, and it is an honor to have you listening or watching today from our YouTube channel. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast from iTunes or the Google Play Store, go and do that. And also, if you're listening to this and you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go and do that. We've got lots of content on both that aren't always on the same platform. Hey, we love you guys so much. I'm talking about leadership. I'm talking about learning leadership. And today I want to talk to you about embracing the process of leadership. Um, I just preached a message in a series we're doing at Victory called St. Paul. It's a series where we're looking into the life of the Apostle Paul in the Bible, who wrote half of the New Testament, um, really was the guy that broke down Christianity for uh, the everyday people that weren't Jewish, didn't grow up in Israel, had no clue who Jesus was, and Paul kind of un, uh, unwrapped this character of Christ to these people. But Paul's journey was really interesting, and this is what I shared with our church. He went through a three-year quiet season where he lived in Arabia before he stepped into public ministry. During that three-year quiet season, he was saved. He was a believer in Christ. Uh, he was discovering the Holy Spirit, discovering grace. Um, but he wasn't writing any books. He wasn't starting any churches. He really didn't have any public gigs where people were hearing him preach at all. Um, he was just kind of on his own and didn't have any connections with any big leaders like Barnabas or Peter, these other guys that had followed Christ or that were kind of known in the Christian world. And during that time of Paul's you know, three-year quiet season of Arabia, I, I began to study during this series that this was a process for Paul. This was a preparation process that God leads every person through, but especially leaders that God intends on using in big ways. He leads you through a private process before a public promotion. I'm going to say that again. He leads you through a private process before a public promotion. What does that mean? That means there's going to be times in my life and in your life, and there have been times, uh, where no one knows what's going on in your life. You're not in the spotlight. You're not getting a lot of attention. You're not seeing a lot of opportunities open up. But God is working in your heart. He's cultivating your character. He's preparing you for the spotlight before you step in the spotlight. And I'll say this, some people think, well, no, maybe God's preparing the spotlight for me. No, no, no. The spotlight's already ready. Like you don't have to, God doesn't have to work on your blessings. Your blessings are already lined up. Your opportunities, they're already lined up. He doesn't have to pre prepare those for you. What he has to do is he has to prepare you for those opportunities. He has to prepare you for those promotions, for that spotlight. And God often does that in the dark places. Arabia was a dark time in Paul's life where no one knew him. And in the olden days, before Instagram showed up, where everything was instant, uh, pictures had to be developed in a dark room. Uh, people would take pictures on a camera, take them into a dark room, and that's where uh, they would begin to unfold what this picture could hold in the dark place. In the same way, God is preparing you in that dark place and he's unfolding who he's called you to be. It's painful, but just like a diamond has to go through a cutting process, a heating process, a pressuring process before the diamond can be all that it's made to be, before it carries the shimmer and the shine and the beauty, it's a diamond in the rough. But through the process, the diamond becomes pure and beautiful 
and everything that makes it uh, attractive in the eyes of people. And so God does that with us. And I want to real quickly give you four ways that God prepares you in the process. Number one, he prepares your identity. Did you know Jesus didn't step into public ministry until he was 30 years old? And people say, well, what happened during those 30 years? Did he preach anywhere, do any miracles? None that we know of, except for when he was 12 years old. There's one account of him going to the temple to talk to some people about the scrolls that they were reading from of the prophets from long ago. But other than that, it was quiet. It was a season where no one knew who Jesus was, but God, his father, was showing him who he was by reminding him whose he was, reminding him that he is the son of God. In the same way, you need to get your identity to developed before you step into a key role. Otherwise, you're going to be criticized and constantly up and down wondering who you are because uh, leadership is a target. And I'm telling you, if there's one thing I've learned when I stepped in leadership is that the more you grow in leadership, the more criticism attract, uh, the more encouragement you attract. And if you're riding on the roller coaster as if your identity is built on the compliments of man, it's also going to die on the criticisms of man. So I had to continually find my identity back in Christ. No, no, no. I know who I am because of whose I am. Secondly, God prepares our perseverance in the process. I don't know if you ever watched any of the Rocky movies, but something happens when Rocky starts training and preparing for his big fights, when he realizes that you know he's got another shot, another chance, and he's getting knocked down in the ring time after time after time, but he keeps getting back up because when he practiced, he practiced with perseverance. He was training when no one was watching how to push through when his body wanted to quit. There's going to be times in leadership where you want to give up, you want to quit, and right now, God God is preparing you with perseverance. Take every lesson in life as a lesson of perseverance to not quit. Number three, he prepares our character in the process. Our character, that's your integrity, your honesty, your dependability, your trustworthiness. If you can't pass the small test in this season, God's not going to promote you into the next season if your character can't sustain you in the next season. So privately, he prepares our character so that publicly our character can sustain the promotion that he gives us. Right now, God's giving you little opportunities to just walk in honesty, tell the truth, be dependable, show up on time, give it your best, walk in integrity. Don't just do a half, uh, you know, half effort job. Give it your all in whatever God's called you to do. And number four, final one here, he prepares our hope in the process. Paul would later on write 13 books in the New Testament, and throughout these books, he would talk about hope, hope, that hope does not lead us to disappointment. And he got this hope, I believe, during the seasons of his life where maybe he felt hopeless, where he was wondering, am I ever going to fulfill the calling, the destiny, uh, the anointing that God's brought on my life? You could be anointed and not yet appointed. And there's that process of stepping into the appointment. Paul had to hold on to hope during the dark, lonely nights when no one was inviting him to come and speak. No one was listening to his sermons. No one was saying, hey, come start a church here. And so Paul carried this hope through the process. I don't know about you. I like A and I like Z. I'm not a huge fan of element OP. I kind of wish we could just jump from beginning to the end. But there's this process. There's this middle ground where God's preparing us to hold on to hope 
Don't lose hope. David said it like this. I will remain confident in this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Paul would later on write Philippians 1 verse 6. For I know he who started this work in me will be faithful to complete it until he returns and he'll bring me to a flourishing finish. So Paul had this hope all through the journey. I want to encourage you, no matter what you're walking through, embrace the process. God is preparing you for more. You were born for more. You were born for greater. You will fulfill your destiny. God's not finished with you yet. Your best days are still in front of you. Don't lose hope. Don't throw in the towel. Persevere. Hold on to hope. Let God build your character. Continue to let God grow you and develop you into who he's called you to be. Continue to find your identity secure in Christ. And I'm telling you, you will not miss what God has lined up for you if you will embrace the process. Love you so much. Keep on leading. Keep on learning. And remember, your best days are right in front of you.